Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. For $20 off your first three boxes for a total of $60 off, visit HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy60 and enter promo code BrainCandy60. Episode 250, we need to have one of those acapella groups where we're like, welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to, to the, the break. break. <laughs> <laughs> we need a barbershop quartet. Yes. What are I'll we doing? I'll even settle for a trio. Yeah. We just need, maybe Adam could come in here. Because yeah, it really only is, hello, 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 and I'd be fine. <laughs> right. That's only three. Got it. Hello. Yeah, there we go. We need 30. There we go. I just need Adam. Welcome to the show, everyone. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing well. The it's sun is shining. Here. The yeah. birds are chirping. <laughs> That's one way My boobs are sweating. <laughs> it's a good day. It's real sweaty up in here. Yeah. That's all right. You it's know. what ifs. Right. Believe me, I, my kid asked me the other day if I'd rather be hot or cold. Oh, look at how in just, just out of the blue. Right. I think like... it runs in the family like questions. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was like, definitely hot. Yeah. Because <gasps> being cold is the worst. It's the worst. It is. Do, what's the coldest you ever remember being? Like, do you remember um, a moment where you're like, I am actually going to freeze to death right yeah, now? Yeah. Like a lot, a lot of times on Pitt campus <sighs> in the winter. And it's for some reason it's up on a hill and it's even colder than when you're like at home. And there have been times where like your face is burning. No, see, I don't even think I know that kind of cold. <laughs> it's I'm terrible. It's un- ungodly. Ow. I mean, that's why people, you know, it's cheap to live in those, those right. climates because it's so terrible yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, actually, that reminds me, I got an email. Yesterday from somebody who writes for a local Pittsburgh paper, and they were asking if I had ever heard the rumor that the real world was going to be filmed in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah? And I absolutely have heard it. Why won't they do it there? How come they haven't done it there? I mean, they usually stick to bigger cities. In my mind, Pittsburgh is a big city. It's not that big. I guess not. It's like a million. Oh, well, I don't know. It's it's big enough, yeah. but like for the real world, yeah. And you know, it's usually flashy. And if it is working class or like whatever, then it's more like Seattle style, uh huh, or Portland like or something. Hipstery. Yeah. yeah. Although, I mean, that's what Pittsburgh is now, but that's not how people think of it. Yeah. Um, but I had heard that rumor and there was always this house that they claimed that it was (laughs) and that they had seen a camera crew and stuff. And then when I wrote her back, my explanations for all of it, she, I was like, if you know the real story of where this originated, please tell me. But she didn't say, but I want to hear her because. Do you think she knows? Um, I think she's trying to get to the bottom of it because she asked me for other people's emails. Oh. Cause like, it's not just a thing I heard once or twice, like, I don't know, dozens of people. Like, is this recent? No, like in the mid aughts. Oh, okay. This started to be a rumor and I did not. There probably was one. Well, I remember somebody asking John Murray and he said, like, he was just sort of vague and we keep our options open and we always consider lots of. I hate those answers. That's not an answer. They're so TV producer guys. Anyway, that's beside the point. 
It's good to be here with you. Oh, as always. Shall we start with a story about animal crackers? Suze, I was going to share the same story with you. It's I all, sc- the, all over the news today. I screenshot the pictures. Okay, yeah. that's probably why. Yeah, it's big news. What do you Animals think? are free. Okay, so let's walk, walk through this. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's had those animal crackers in the red box. In fact, my mom used to get her hair done, and she would give me a box of those animal crackers, and I would sit in the chair next to her, and that one box would get last me the entire time through color and cut yeah. at Vidal Sassoon <laughs> in 1990. Because you would, it's like they're toys. Yeah, kind of. and I was like, play with them, and yeah. bite their legs off, and then their heads, then eat them. And, and they mm. are kind of tasty. They're I- delicious. <laughs> I would eat them to this day. <laughs> In fact, I was like, I'm not going to really go for some animal crackers. Ooh, 100, bo- 100 calories of serving? Great, I'm in. <laughs> so the box is 100? Is that- I think so. Oh, that's Also, good. it says a good source of calcium on the box. Wasn't it always disturbing, though, like how there'd always be like a spare leg in there? Always. <laughs> like broken. Yes. But- <laughs> spare parts. <laughs> yeah. There was always spare animal parts in yeah. there. Anyway, the outside of the box was always this iconic... Mm-hmm caged animal yeah and they're thing. called Bar- barnum and animal yeah animal crackers or something Railing brothers and barnum yeah. or something yeah something like that yeah like did they make them i they maybe they licensed the name yeah they had to have okay and so it really looked like one of those old-timey animal c- cages from you know yeah circus. yeah because it's not like a oh you know what's what so you sad? Think it was? You're right. It is that. It but is. I, I guess I always thought of it as like the old timey zoos. Oh yeah, it which was like the, the circus that like came to town and it's like yeah, a, you're right. Yeah. And that's what the box is supposed yeah. to be like, almost. Yeah, like the the car, the the train car, like the yeah, like in Dumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know how politically correct that movie was. <laughs> <laughs> they got everything right. Okay, so then PETA, uh-huh. the organization, was petitioning for this box design to be changed. Yeah. And then now they've responded and they're going to modernize the box. Yeah. What do you think? I like the new box. And I haven't seen the new one. Oh, let me I show saw you. The I took old pictures of it. Okay. Yeah, I'll show you right now. So it looks more like they're just... Wild um, animals. Yeah, they're wild animals. And they said something about... Oh, did I not take pictures of it? Nope, never mind. I'll have to look it up. Okay. I didn't take pictures right, of it. It's all right, Sarah. Um... You know, but this is an audio only show. Yeah, right. So. I know. So I was just going to show you. But the, so it's like they're the same colors, and it's almost like they're a posse who's like, you know how uh, in in hmm, any movie that like the A Team, yeah, kind of like that where they all walk out in a line. Oh yeah, and like a Marvel there's like comic? a movie that's specific. I'm thinking of. <sighs> Does it start with an I? It's kind of it's by the same guy who did Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Pulp Fiction. Oh. No, the other one that's like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> this is great. But it's with the guys who are like heisty and they all have names that are like Mr. Green, Mr. Pink, Mr. Brown, Mr. <sighs> well, that movie. Everybody's screaming it. And so they're all walking out together and it's like wild animals like out of their cage and they're free and they're like sauntering really? up to the they're front of the box. Line. They're in a line. Huh. Like they're all like... Yeah, it's almost like the Wizard of Oz characters, like all just skipping down Yellow Brick Road. Okay, gotcha. Towards, uh, you know. And uh, and then, but they did say in the article that I read that the this wasn't the first time that they've done a, they've done a lot to try to like reach out and connect to animals, but like, you know, 
help animals before. <laughs> Connect animals. Um, like they had Lily Pulitzer design a box a couple of years ago, and all of the pro, like a portion of the proceeds went to helping endangered tigers. Right. So they do stuff like that. But now this is just how they're changing it for frets. Wow. So they're growing with the times. I mean, I kind of thought it was stupid, but I liked it. Wait, what? Well, the cage, or you like? I like that they changed it. Okay, I mean, I'm fine with them changing it, but I like the old one, and I don't really think it encourages, like, mistreatment of animals. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. But I get it. You know, it's it's antiquated for sure. Totally. And you know what? we got to kind of, like, change those things. Yeah. And you can have animal crackers for dessert, but if you want to know what you should have for dinner, it's HelloFresh. Yes. Hello! They eliminate the need for shopping for dinner, which is like the best. I don't even remember the last time I went to the grocery (laughs) store, really. It is the best. They have all these plans, classic veggie or family, and they deliver the food to your door, and you get to cook. So, because, you know, that for me is very fun. Yes. And you learn about new ingredients and stuff, and you can do it with your kids or your family. Um, but it's simple, it's convenient, the recipes are easy to follow, and they're yummy, and it's so affordable. I I always am, like, shocked when someone hasn't tried HelloFresh. Yeah. So if you are been holding out, it is time. You get to not go to the grocery store and eat yummy food. And the th- you know how, like, much energy it takes to think of what I'm going to eat for dinner every night? I don't want to do that anymore. No. They're just like, here, this is what you're eating. Yeah. I'm like, yes, thank you. And you can get 20 bucks off each of your first three boxes for a total of $60 off. Visit HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy60 and enter promo code BrainCandy60. That's $20 off for each of your first three boxes for a total of $60 off at HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy60 and promo code BrainCandy60. Let us know what you think. Yep. Um... You reminded me, though, when you were talking about um, Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. that there I had been waiting for this book to come. I'm, I'm a member on this thing called Paperback Swap. Oh, that's cool. And it's like, like if somebody wants one of the books I have, then I send it and I pay for shipping, mm-hmm. but then I get a credit and I get Oh, a, cool. You know, it's like a co-op. Yeah. And... Um, that's so cool. I sign up for books as soon as I hear about them. And sometimes it takes years. Yeah. And I was waiting for this book for years. It's called My Judy Garland Life. And it's by a woman named Susie Boyd. Huh. And Susie Boyd, which I, I, it was so long since I had registered for this book. Yeah. That I didn't really remember why I wanted to read it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a memoir. And Susie Boyd is the great-granddaughter of Sigmund Freud. What? Isn't that crazy? Yes. Yes. Why? It is really crazy because even his daughter did some work in the field and, and there was other stuff that she came up with that was, that kind of was like, got rid of the penis envy part, but expanded on the oh, theory. that's probably good. So, yeah, of course. And so I wonder if, how that evolved through the, like, you know, how that family share yeah. that, how that information was passed down and communicated and all well, this stuff. To oh, be honest, cool. she she met, talks about the fact that she was a descendant of Freud, but like it isn't the point of the book. Yeah. And she is now in addition to being a writer, she's a grief counselor. Um but wow. Interesting. She, she um has an I guess you could call it an obsession with Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. And I loved it because it I really like Judy Garland, yeah. so there was a lot of it that was like a biography of Judy in a way, but then also a memoir of this mm-hmm. woman. And um, 
I'm also a person who gets obsessed with celebrities. So I no. I related to that. Yeah. And maybe oh, everybody like her own her, how she loves Judy. Carter. Yeah, and like how you can yeah. feel this kinship yes, with yes. someone that not only you've never met, but in her case wasn't even alive when What did she say was the real connection or what do you think it was? I mean, she really describes it as a soul connection, like a soulmate. Hmm. But how that's quite odd. Yeah. I wonder what it is about her that was... Um, she related to a lot of things about her um, and the way that... she they, The book described Judy Garland as someone who was able to be so, show such emotion and sadness, but then but like soothe the audience at the same time, which is an mm-hmm. interesting gift mm-hmm. to be able to do as a singer and a performer. Yeah. But... Um, and I think this author related to that, but I just find the celebrity obsession to be interesting, especially now in the age where we feel a little bit like we can look yeah. more into their lives. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. But like, can we really, mm-hmm. like when you follow someone on Instagram, I certainly do feel like I know them better, yeah. but like, do we? This was a weird, and this sounds like a nothing on the whole like scale or like, it's just a blip on the yeah whatever, but I was watching Chrissy Teigen's Instagram story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was getting her legs, uh, she was getting laser hair removal on her legs. Okay. And I just had this moment where I was like, I've stared at Chrissy Teigen's <laughs> picture and been like, wow, she is gorgeous from head to toe. There, She is perfect. Mm-hmm. And just the idea that she was like, oh, I'm done shaving my, like, Shaving her legs became a hassle, and she went and got laser hair removal, which was, like, something regular people do. Yeah. And in my mind, she, like, was born without hair on her legs. Right. She's and, a hairless like, She wonder. just was, like, beautiful like that. And that was it. And just, it just kind of brought her back into, like, the mm-hmm. r- real world, you know, no I'm pun intended. I'm surprised you ever felt that distance with her, though, because she is so real and yeah. open about stuff. But I think it's almost, like, real and open about other things, and you think the looks are the part. You know, like, everybody's got that... She's just perfect in that. Um, I don't know. You know, like, I don't know what it right, is. Right, like she would be self-deprecating, but she still was like super hot all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's like the girls who like make silly faces, but they look beautiful Like Jenny McCarthy used to be like that. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, but you're still like gorgeous and you, right. it probably doesn't take any work. And then I was like, oh, it does take work for her. Oh, that yeah. feels nice. Well, and like she had her second child mm-hmm. and she like talks openly about how she's 30 pounds heavier. That's mm-hmm. what she says. Mm-hmm. Most people do not talk like that. Yeah. I'm glad she did. Yeah. Like, and this is what I'm eating and this is how I'm working out and, yeah. you know. Makes but, like, sense. if she looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean. She looks great. Yeah. But, yeah, she's funny. And you do feel like you get to know their life. Yeah. Who they are. But the truth is you don't. You don't. That's I mean, totally true. Yeah. And. In fact, like a big happy presence on social media is usually an indicator of mm-hmm. not good stuff on the other I side. know. I do like it with my captions and stuff. I really do try to be like mm-hmm. how I really would say it Yeah, because I can't, yeah. I can't with a lot of like the things I see and yeah. people do. I'm like, Oh, please. It makes yeah. me cringe. Yeah. But anyway, the book is good. And if you like memoirs, especially, or like I'm into old Hollywood lately, yeah. Like stuff like that, you would probably really like it. It has cool pictures and stuff. That's cool. Uh, okay. Did you read about the Tinder scam what? where this I love a woman scam. Ma- asked 
hundred or dozens, I guess, or maybe hundreds of guys to meet at the same time in the same place. (laughs) That's great. And then when they all show up, she was like, yeah, you guys all have to compete for my affection. (laughs) She basically turned it into the bachelor. Yeah, she did. Good on you. Okay. Okay. So you're, you're like in this. I mean, I wouldn't like it if I were a participant. Yeah. But I think it's a funny thing to do and a funny take on, you know, the whole business of online dating to begin with. It it was clearly in an effort for virality and it was being filmed. Yeah. And so I'm sure we'll end up seeing some sort of, you know, how did it go? Did any, did any of those suckers stick around? Yeah. And this is what's crazy. Wow. Competition really does drive the sexes (laughs) and the. So she, you know, engaged these people for a while in chat. Yeah. And then eventually was like, okay, meet me here. For there's going to be a DJ and whatever, and there's going to be a DJ, <laughs> like in a, a Market Square, Union yeah, Square, whatever yeah. it is. And um, she told all of them to meet me by the stage. And so there's just like all these guys <laughs> waiting at the stage, but there's like a stage. So you think, well, maybe the other guys are there to watch watch the whatever DJ. the concert is. Oh my god, this is great. And so then she goes on stage and tells them what she did. And and she was like, so first of all, any of you that are here and have um, like a girlfriend already or a wife, you can leave. That's great. Love it. First one. And the next. So far, I see nothing wrong with this. (laughs) And she went through all this list. And at first I thought, well, this is, I don't like gimmicks. I don't like Mm -hmm. when people are made to feel foolish mm-hmm. when they just wanted to go on a date. That's true. That's t- I agree with that. But I do like some of the questions she asked, you know, and like was like, you know, oh, one was if you've if you were the one that dumped dumped your girlfriend last, raise your right hand. If you got dumped, raise your left hand and then it was like anybody that has their left hand up, you can leave. So if they the- were the dumpy. Oh gosh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So cuz she goes, I believe I trust women. And so if a woman felt like you were you out of here, then, then I kick believe rocks. them. So that's when I started to be like, ooh, maybe I like her. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, it kept going and she made some of them, like, once it was narrowed down, they had to do physical challenges and stuff. That's so great. But she kept going through the list of things and she was like, I want this kind of person. And then one guy yells, I just want someone who's honest. <laughs> That's so good. Which is the best answer. Yeah, that really. is the best answer. But I don't know. It's so huh, I wonder what she said if there were any like blatant lies in the. What do you mean? Because I feel like what did. Was she lying by omission? You know, I want you to meet me here at this time. You oh. know, she didn't say. <laughs> She could I think have, it's like, implied. Not, you know, I don't know. I feel like there's, she's been sneaky, sneaky. I hope all of them, though, took the time to brush their teeth first. Before and after. <laughs> I don't know why. But. <laughs> and if they brush their teeth, they better be using Quip, which I have been proselytizing, not just to you guys on the show, but to everyone that comes <laughs> to my house. You will see them on our mirror. Yes, I see them. Very sleek, really pretty toothbrushes. Yes. That... Are electric or whatever you call that. Yeah, like battery operated. Battery except operated. the battery lasts forever. Yeah. And then if you run out, don't worry, you won't because 
your new shipment will come with your replacement <laughs> toothbrush, head. head, replacement battery, and new toothpaste, just like that. It's so awesome. It's got a built-in two-minute timer. It pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides. And up to 90% of people don't brush for two minutes, so uh, keep that timer going, you weirdos. Um, and, it, and like Sarah said, the brush heads are automatically delivered every three months for five bucks. We, I love it just because I really think it does a better job of cleaning my teeth and it looks pretty in my bathroom. Yes, it does. All the above. And that's why we love it. And that's also why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just 25 bucks. And if you go to getquip.com slash brain candy right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip cool. electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash brain candy. Mmm, delicious. Um, yeah, so I don't know how I feel about that lady doing that. Did but... anybody end up with a date? Did she end up with... That is a great question. Yeah. I don't know, but I like I said, I'm sure the video will come out and yeah. then we can watch it. Yeah. If it were a dude doing that, we would probably hate it. Good point. So what, it's like, different. Yeah. They get to run the show anyway. Um, somebody sent us a picture of, it looked like it must have been from the dollar store because it was a um, package of just a, a toy fork, which, <laughs> you know, like only, right. only at the dollar store where they only yeah. have like a fork in there. But <laughs> regardless, um, it said on the packaging Kitchen-themed toy set for girls and some boys. No, it didn't. It did. No, it didn't. It did. And for some boys. <laughs> girls and some boys. Who That's like basically what they're yeah, saying. Yeah, it's exactly what they're saying. They're yeah. not saying, like, we're not targeting child, child chefs. <laughs> but it makes no sense. It makes no sense. As if boys don't I'm use I'm super forks. angry about that. One of two things happened here. One... It's the person who everybody along that that <laughs> you know in the process of creating this toy, manufacturing the toy, and getting it to market is an idiot. <laughs> so it's either that, yeah, or that toy was originally manufactured in another country where they it yeah. said something different, and then they translated it. What could it possibly have said though? Like in another, yeah, country? that's a good point. For girls and lady boys. <laughs> <laughs> What if it was worse originally? Yeah, originally it's like... Yeah, no, it was just some. That is... I'm not okay with that. It's like a million... It feels weird to me to even say it. And, I mean, look, this is just garbage. Yeah. But also, the majority of chefs are men. Yeah, so really it's for men and some girls. (laughs) I mean, I get that most... Stay-at-home parents are women, mm-hmm. but... Also, it's a fork, which we're <laughs> all using. It could have just been, like, this plaything that... I think from the kitchen-themed toy set for girls and boys, it wasn't a set anyway, but I guess they have different pieces, and <laughs> <laughs> the fork is just one of a collection. Mm-hmm. But come on! Yeah. As do, Sarah says, do better. Do better. Do better. All um, of you. Ugh. When I was talking, though, about Quip, it actually reminded me of this awesome article I read. And I'm going to put it in the newsletter because it was hard to find when I wanted to re- review it again. Mm-hmm. It was about um, the secret to Tupperware success. 
Oh. I'm super into crap like that, as yeah. you Yeah. Know. And it was... God, what is... What was it? Why well, a different article that I discovered later said that it was all about the parties, you know? Yeah. Like, which My mom makes sense. Them. Yeah, like that My was... My mom. Mine. Who's now a psychic gypsy <laughs> gallivanting <laughs> around... South America right. held Tupperware parties and actually sold Tupperware. I remember we had a, that's where we got my favorite chip at my Taco Bowl. Just so you know, people will be mad that you said gypsy. Why? It's like a slur. Is it really? Yeah. It's, well, I, I apologize. What is the I term? Apologize. Wandering, <laughs> wa- wandering so lady with flowy clothes? How do I, well, I need more gypsy in the, Halloween costume crystal ball. Yeah, I knew what you meant. I you don't know. care. Is I that, was just are, warning are, you. Are, are, are people – like, is that a Halloween costume you can't be anymore? Well, what you, you could be it? it, but the name is kind of like – because it refers to a specific group of people, yes. and there's all kinds of yes. negative connotations Correct. and all that jazz. But do I they mean, refer – oh, okay. I'm saying I don't mind. I knew what you meant. I'm just preparing you. Yeah. Well, he, but here's my question. So, like, <laughs> if you refer – is there another name that's that's more accurate right. that they call we... themselves? That oh group? yeah, it starts with a K, and I can't remember how to say okay, it. Okay, so that's that. But if I refer to that group as gypsies, it's offensive. Yeah. It's almost like if I refer to cops as pigs, it's offensive. But I refer to an actual pig as a pig, it's not offensive. Okay, do you see what I mean? Yeah. So do you so feel like, like... <laughs> which came first, the gypsy slur or the gypsy medieval character that looks into a like, is gypsy still a thing? Or are we just... Do you see what I'm saying here? <laughs> I feel like I'm not making my point. I love how I point this out and then you've said gypsy like 50 times. Oh my God, right. But like... <laughs> right. Well, so yeah, it used to refer I'm to a group... I'm really <laughs> sorry that I offended this group. And maybe your mom. Uh, maybe know. my... My mom's probably going to be the one who's the most upset about this. <laughs> right. But she had Tupperware parties. She's like, I don't use a crystal ball. It's a crystal saber. Or, saber. or what are they called? Like stat. Like... like Long like a saber. Is that what it is? Scepter. Scepter is the word. Crystal scepter. It's not a crystal ball. It's a crystal scepter. So your mom had Tupperware party. (laughs) Back to the Tupperware story. Okay, so everybody's had Tupperware parties, and that's the explanation for their success on some level. But I think the writer of this article wanted to point out, like take it a little bit further back in history, and was talking about how up until that point where they had this like malleable plastic that they could create mm-hmm. uh, things, then women were using tinfoil but also shower caps to cover their food that huh. was left over. There were no proper lids wow. that were... Fit bowls. That wouldn't like just come right yeah. off. And so... What? Wow. Can you believe that we've been eating for as long as we've been eating and nobody was like, hey, see that bowl over there? Let's put a lid on it. They t- they just didn't have the science, though, for creating the that plastic, kind of... The multiple plastic. Yeah. And okay. So once that had plastic, the lid that could seal. Yeah. Oh. And so they... But we put a man on the moon? I know. Come on. Well, okay. I don't know, but that's what it said. And it said that they modeled the lid... After and by the way, his name is Tupper, which no. I love so much. Okay, I was like, well, like, he had to go into that industry. Oh wait, he is right, right. 
<laughs> I thought this was another Army Hammer situation where he was like, he was like, Army Hammer, I have to own that company. Right. He's like, Tupperware, I have to own that. <laughs> Not he, he created it and then <laughs> called it Tupperware. Got it. He modeled the lid after the lid on paint cans. Oh. Which I think is cool. Yeah. And then they started um, running these ads that, like, would emphasize the burp. You know how... That's the part I remember. Why? Because that's the part I remember from the parties. Yeah. Is demonstrating the burp. Like, that's how you knew it was sealed for freshness. Uh And if it doesn't burp... Then it's not fresh. Trouble's brewing. Yeah. And, what is that about? Is and, that real? Does that have? There's there any? I think it was like a mar- like a way to say. Yeah. This will keep your food fresh, and then they would like throw the Tupperware with the lid on across the room at one of the ladies to demonstrate that this was so. Yeah. I remember strong. them running over with the car. Wow. Like the lid, like you they could like run it, run, Tupperware. O- run over it. And the Maybe artist we just had a cool. really flamboyant Tupperware salesman <laughs> in our neighborhood. It was like. What can we do with this? Put it on the street. Put it over with a car. Put it over with a car. And so they were also talking about how the creamer, which I I don't believe I've seen, and the, the pitcher. Creamer, like. I think it's like what you keep your cream in. They yeah. must have a special okay. uh, one. And then the ice tub. Okay. Tubs. I remember that. Um, and the pitcher, which everyone has. I had the pitcher. They are in MoMA, oh Mod- Museum of Modern Art. Um, because like, here's what I love about stuff like this yeah. is that you take things for granted when yes. you've had them your whole life and you yes. don't think about them. Yeah. But this was saying that before this, everything had all this decoration on it and it was like gratuitous mm-hmm. art- artifice. Mm-hmm. And this was like sleek design, yeah. you know, very mid century where it was just about function. Yeah. And so that changed the way people. What year did the Tupperware? This was like 1960. Yeah, yeah. One, I guess. Um, Man. Yeah. But you'll also find some really innovative stuff on Poshmark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also vintage. And, and also new. vintage, right. Yeah. Right. Poshmark, we have been selling. I just sold three items. In fact, I need to put them in the, in the mailbox. No. They're in my car right now. <gasps> Three in the past 24 hours. Sarah's got lots of stuff in her closet, which is, um, I'm Sarah, I'm Sarah Rice. Rice. I have stuff in my closet, Susie Meister. And it's just such a cool app. You need to download to your phone. And when you use our code, I'm Sarah, I'm Sarah Rice, Rice Rice, you get $5 off your first purchase. Which is great because some things are only like $4. For sure. It's you like, can get really nice stuff. Yeah. And a lot of it's secondhand, so you can... Get a deal, luxury goods. A lot of stuff purses. new with tags. Yeah, you know, and people can't return it, and they're like, "I'm never going to wear this." So yeah, they just put it on there. Oh, it's so, and you got to check all the time because there's always new deals popping up. And like, basically, here's my policy: if you make me a deal, I'll probably just yeah. I've it. I've adapted your policy because before know, I was like, "Oh well, they'll go thirteen and I'll go 15 Now I'm like, "Nah, whatever. I don't care. I'll take your thirteen dollars." Yeah, because then you're happy, and yeah. then they get a great deal, and they're happy. Totally, it's so cute. And then you send it, and it's you. Can, I put a little note in there. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for buying. Thanks for poshing with me. Oh, I would say thanks and enjoy. Oh, that's good. Okay. You know. uh, but do, do download the app Poshmark. Uh, dot com and also use our code. I'm Sarah, I'm Sarah Rice. Rice. Yeah. And you get five bucks off. Um, okay, but yeah, I thought that Tupperware thing was real cool. Yeah. So speaking of purchasing stuff, 
Yep. You want to hear all about how Amazon's pretty much destroying the universe? <laughs> okay. Well, I love Amazon. Yeah, me but... too. Okay. I love it. So this this article was it's I found it in the Atlantic and it was titled um, something along the lines of Amazon is turning us into hoarders. Okay. I couldn't believe the stats on the accum- accumulation yes, yeah. of stuff. What? So, um, in the last, mm, let's see, what is this? Like the last 10 years? So in 2017, we bought two times as much stuff as we did in 2002. Oh no! Two times as much, and these are these per are that's, person. It's been adjusted for inflation, and it's stuff. The stuff that they were referring to are things like jewelry, wa- jewelry, watches, books, luggage, telephones. Yes, I have a question. Susie's raising her hand, so this is real serious. Yeah. Okay, so do you mean two times the amount of dollars yes. spent? Yes. Or do you mean twice as many items? It means two times the amount. Two hundred and forty billion dollars. They didn't specify whether it was. The number of items. No, but we can assume it's number of items because of this little fact down here. So <laughs> 16,000 students at Michigan State University mm-hmm. left 147,946 pounds of goods at the campus, which is a 40% increase from 2016 <gasps> in one year. Wait a minute. In one year. What are they going to do with all? It's literally all stuff that has to go to a landfill. They can't even sort through. Like you can't even sort through that. The Why amount of hours to take. Why did they leave it take, there? What are you like, telling gra- me? Like the, they were students at the dorm, and they're and like, then they we left, left it. and they put all that stuff together, all the stuff that students abandoned at the school, and it's one hundred and forty-seven thousand, one hundred and forty-seven thousand nine hundred forty-six thousand pounds. No. One hundred forty-seven, nine hundred forty-six. Okay. Do you think that this has anything to do with the fact that items? are now basically made to be disposable. Yes, that's what they said. There's a bunch of things that are, are and we're just everything happens so fast that prime and one sh- and one day shipping and you can just say, you know, hey, I don't even want her to say her name because she'll order you new underwear right here on the spot if mm-hmm. I ask. Mm-hmm. Like things just come in an instant and it used to take us a little bit of time and what's really happening is we're getting like a double dose of dopamine when we make purchases now because mm-hmm. two things happen that we know happen when you spend there's an instant dopamine surge from just buying something where it's like however whether you're excited about buying it or there's anxiety about buying it or whatever you get a little dopamine boost from that and then what the online ordering has also added is the delay of gratification that mm-hmm. we always talk about mm-hmm. where you're going to get also another dopamine hit from the same stuff two days later when you're like, Oh my God, it's so exciting. So that feeling is good twice. And we don't realize that we're craving that feeling. And even in just the last year, the average dollar amount that people spend on themselves has doubled. Personal care items have doubled. What do you think the average person spends a year on personal care items? What does that include? Razors and yeah, stuff? Yeah, like tooth, like I'd say skincare, like okay. all of your lotions, all okay. of your body Let parts, makeup. I would say... $2,400. Oh, you're, that's, we're talking a year. This is all people, not just women. Yeah. So $971.87 a year. And that's doubled in the last, since 2002. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking women when I said that. Yeah. But 
And we've also, in That's back in doubled. 2000, back in 2000, we used to, it was average 6.6 pairs of shoes all year. And now we're up to 7.4 pairs of shoes. Who's buying all these? I know. Then I was like six pairs of shoes a year. I, that's I, a lot. That's crazy. I don't do that. I'm wearing the same pair of Converse for the last five. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I need new shoes. Well, that means you're like changing the I'm average totally too. I'm totally making the average So some go people down. are getting like 12. Yes, what, totally. Because I'm getting three, if that. And one of them is a pair of flip-flops. It was 99 cents that I picked up a Rite Aid. Well, that's my question though about the disposable stuff. Yes. So if you buy 99 cent shoes there's a 99 percent like, chance i'm going to lose them and they're going to be destroyed well yeah and they're going to wear out yes, after totally not long at all so who should we be mad at the cheap manufacturers manufacturers who are like i'm not mad at anybody oh that's good are you mad uh, not really <laughs> i'm more just like shocked at people's spending habits well and then they said where you, wh- this article kept going to talk about where all this stuff goes and how our living quarters are getting so much smaller. The cost of living is going up. So people are living in much smaller spaces with twice as much stuff. And so it's turning us into hoarders. It's turning us into people who have way more stuff. There's even a name for it that was like developed or I don't know, invented by this science fiction writer like 50 years ago called Kipple. That's all stuff that we don't actually need that we own. No way. It's just Kipple. Do you have a lot of Kipple though? I don't. I've got, I would get, I'm going to get rid of it. It's arts and craft stuff that I really don't think I will use. Hmm. And I have to go through and just do like a big purge of all that stuff. I, you know, sometimes I just go, I get in purgy moods, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I just need to get rid of all this stuff. Okay. And so, you know, I'm more of like, I'm a, like a reuser, like a, a, I'll turn it into something else. I'll right. make sure you it gets sold on Poshmark. That. Yeah, I totally do. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is it. That's why I do like buying a lot of used yeah. stuff. That's the that's what you should be doing. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I do use Amazon a lot, though. A lot. Yeah, same. Um, and then we just, when Sarah was here, I got a delivery, and it was a new vegetable peeler, <laughs> but I it came in a three-pack. Yeah. And I don't need three. That's true. But it was almost the same price as buying one. Okay, but in all fairness... One is a Julian, Julian. Yeah, they say that. One is a peeler. But they both peel anything. Like, if you're honest. But it gives you, like, the strips. That's oh. what that's for. What about the the third one? One is Julian, one yeah. is. And two are peel. Right. Yeah. Why are they both peel? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that one I can't help. Maybe one's maybe right and left handed because maybe. I have a lot of trouble with those peelers. Which ones? Just the peelers Y in shape general. or the skinny? Skinny. Yeah, I don't like those. Yeah, and I swear they're not made for left-handed people, but I can't understand why <laughs> right. that is. Like, I try to flip, I'm like, that looks the same. But I swear it's, like, designed for right-handed people. I just think that, like, those college students yeah. wouldn't have left their crap there if they could keep on using it at their next location. But if it's disposable, you're like, why well, can't even yeah. use that? and, like, everything is disposable. Clothes right. are disposable. Yeah, I don't like it. You know, and they really do last that just that long you know i buy those like you know cheapy tank tops from forever 21 and then i go to pull it down and all of a sudden i've ripped the seams and i'm like oh this is going in the trash right and had i just spent eight dollars but maybe that that's why like not broken the big long beach antique yeah market or whatever the different like garage sales and things that people go to won't really exist in the future that that stuff even furniture Think about Most furniture. Most of it is not now durable. Totally not. Yeah. 
I mean, that's crazy to think about. We just, oh, what are we going to do with all that stuff? <laughs> it just makes me, the, even in the article they said that there's somebody, I don't know if it was a quote from somebody who worked at a landfill or worked somewhere in the garbage world. And he was like, <laughs> sometimes we just sit down and stare at it and cry. Oh my God. And I was like, that is the saddest line. That is sad. That the people who work there are like, we have no idea what to do. We're just crying. Wow. Well, it's though, depressing. you know, because we do have to buy like per- the personal care items, what we should definitely buy is the bioclarity. Well, then at least you don't feel like you're wasting on something that you're just going to throw away because it doesn't work. If you are not on the bioclarity train yet, I really don't know what you're waiting for. Oh my for. God. Yes. They have. These three-step skincare routines that are soothing but effective, especially if you have problem skin like I do, because they have a clear skin routine for combination oily or breakout-prone skin. I use it every single day. It helps fight breakouts and minimize redness. And then they have the essentials routine if you have uh, more normal or glowy skin. And then they have masks now. They have a clarifying mask, which is a pore purifier, and they have a hydrating mask known as the Glow Getter. But to get started on healthier habits with your skincare, just go to bioclarity.com. Our listeners get their first month for 50% off a routine, plus shipping is free, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code BRAINCANDY. That's bioclarity.com, and enter our code BRAINCANDY because... If you are like me, it can be really embarrassing to have spots and anything that can help you that's affordable and not irritating mm-hmm. is such a treat. So get that. Okay. So anyway, um, I have I went for like a trivia question. <gasps> yes, I love it. I knew you would. That. <laughs> Nobody's asked me anything in at least forty five minutes. We were in the pool as a family the other day, and we just started like doing this thing where guess how many there are in the world, and then we yeah, out. that's fun. Okay. So, oh my god, I'm nervous. If you had to guess mm-hmm. how many trees there are, oh my god, <laughs> in the world, what would your okay. guess be? And I, we had like very wide range, yeah. of answers. I gotta say, it's in the trillions. Okay, and because I feel like there's that one forest in <laughs> Russia that all, that has like a couple trillion on it. So I'm gonna say three point six trillion trees. Three trillion. What? Dude, that's amazing. I I was just saying at a baby shower that I am the best at that guess how many is in the jar game and I win it every time. <laughs> you do. Like I am so Wonder good at that. Wonder what makes you so good at guessing? Because it's I I don't know. I'm well, terrible I, at guessing time and distance. Yeah. It's so like how not, long is this going to take and how far away is this? I'm the worst at that. Wow, but not how many are How many? Sure. Well, it worked with trees. I don't know. Well, okay. So I was the best in my family, but I was three trillion off. I guess six trillion. Okay, okay. But it said that's just large trees that they're counting, not shrubs and tiny ones. So it I probably don't know. is six trillion. It said it might be up to ten times that amount. Whoa! But their previous estimate was only four hundred billion. Like they were so far off. What? Who's counting these trees? They're clearly not using the same technique that I'm using at the, <laughs> with the jars at baby showers. Did is that something that just happened to you? You guessed how many what marbles or something? It's happened at least three baby showers that I've won that game, or like random. That- like one person did it with bottle caps, and then I've gone to like a restaurant where they'll have it, or like a you know some event where you, you mean write like your nipples? name down. And what do you mean bottle caps? What do you mean? What do I mean? Well, because you're at a caps? shower, so I'm thinking, is that like a nipple? Oh, oh, n- n- that, good question. No, the the whole thing was 
how the person who hosted the the shower saved every single bottle cap and wine cork from the moment they had the baby through, like, through the first year of their child's life and said, how many bottles of booze does it take to get through your first oh child's God. life? And so at the baby shower for our friend, they sit, like took all those bottle caps and mm. were like, this is how many bottle caps it, and how many bottles of booze and wine it took to get through the first year of parenting. Mm-hmm. Guess how many? <laughs> and I was yeah. like, very accurate. Yeah. So all right, that's funny. It was stuff like that. I thought it was cute. Do you want to do another one? Yep. Sure do. I'm going to be awful at this next one. Watch. This is, I did get the best answer on this as well, but I find it to be shocking. Uh, how many satellites are orbiting the Earth? Oh, that is such a good question. Okay. See, this is where you can kind of use that. If I look up at an average night, I can probably see like six. Okay. You can like watch them. So Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I would guess, and they got to not run into it, but that's a lot of space up there. I'm going <laughs> to guess. That's the name. There's like... <laughs> 26,000. Okay. Is that too many? Too many. Damn. The answer is 1,100. Damn. I was way off. Active. And then there's 2,600 that don't work that are just hanging out up there. Okay. So like 3,000. I was way off. That's a lot though. That's a lot. Oh, you must have thought it's very well, yeah, crowded. Yeah, I was thinking that there was other stuff. I don't know. I was thinking like, I, I don't know what I was thinking. How big these things are, how I much think space what threw we have you, up there. Right, that's what threw you, I think, is just how vast. Yeah, I was like, okay, if I see But six, it's orbiting the Earth. Yeah. So like that limits the kind of right. distance. Yeah. But, but if, I were, if I were lot. to tell you that there are, because like how many planes do you think are flying at any given time? Okay, this is something we should play. Like, and then I it bet up. there are way more than you think. So, like, if you can, if air traffic control can manage however many thousands of planes, yeah, the idea that there are that many satellites not colliding with each yeah, other is kind of I understandable. I was thinking about how expensive a satellite is. Yeah, to get it up there. But then I was thinking, don't we use satellites for telephones and and oh, cell true. phones and like? Good point. I didn't. You think know, about all the company, different cell phone companies all over the world, and there's. I wasn't thinking that. I was how just does they even get like, up there? What What happens? Is this? Are they all launching out of? I guess so. That's what I picture. Like, so then that okay, that makes sense. We gotta scale it down. They shoot them out there. Yeah. It's like I'm trying to argue for there being 26,000 up there, like unaccounted for, but that's not true. No. So there's, Mm. yeah, 2,600 that are hanging out that don't work and 1,100 that are active. Mm. You're right. That seems low. Just, But when I originally guessed, I think I said like 500 or something. Yeah. I mean, I was going to go lower and then I went way too high, clearly. I went six trillion trees. I just thought, well, they're so expensive to produce. Yeah. So how many could there be? Yeah. Depends on what you get. At. What do they even do up there? I don't even know. What do you mean? Like, what does a satellite do? Don't That's... like they t- serve different purposes, but like, don't they just bounce those waves off? I don't know. <laughs> what else no could they idea. do? Bake bread? Well, I know that, but like maybe some of them are GPS and gathering data for that. Some of them are cell phones. Like, are they inter- Can they yeah. use the same satellite for yeah. multiple things, or do you need Good a different question. one? I do not know. Okay. That is, I like, and I don't even care. <laughs> like most stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, I wonder. That I'm yeah, like, I don't, I don't give a I'm shit. Like, yeah, whatever they do, they just just keep circling or not or don't. As long as I can keep my phone running, yeah, then I don't really want to know anything else. Yeah, but by the way, my neighborhood is a dead zone. It totally is. I'm so annoyed. I have to do laps in your house to to keep a phone call. And oh, I should have told you. I have to put you on like um. 
it's not Wi-Fi, but it's like Wi-Fi calling. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Or it's else, like a yeah. I don't pack. know how you're even making calls. Um, I'm not really. <laughs> My I family's thought, like, I'll call you later. I can't hear you. <laughs> I'll call you later. Yeah. Like, right. Call me in the afternoon. I'm so annoyed though because I've even called Verizon to be like, what? The hell is going on? Yeah. Because yeah. they're always like, well, you're probably like near the ocean. Who cares? Right. Why? Why does that matter? Right. They just. And come on. What? Come on. What? I'm just saying, like, that's a that's a dumb. What is that? What does that even mean to them when they say you're by the ocean? So are a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm, I was on a boat on the ocean. And, and it still works. Yeah. We got some somewhere. Really? Yeah. Sometimes. Wow. Well, not me, because my phone was not on international plans, but everybody right. else's. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know, but it yeah. annoys the crap out of me, and it probably shouldn't. Um, Any uh, other massive numbers of things floating around out we, there? We did a bunch. Those were my two favorites, though. Massive numbers of things. <laughs> um, okay, wait. My last thing I'm going to talk about. Mm. Um, last thing. I think I'll do... I did read an article in The Atlantic about... <laughs> Um, you know how we've talked about the mid-Atlantic accent? Yes. Well, they had sort of, it's almost like a follow-up to that about the announcer voice from like that era. Yes. And it was really sort of um, unsatisfying because they attributed the announcer thing in part to the mid-Atlantic accent phenomenon in general. Um, And then uh, people sort of submitted their theories, like maybe because... Technology wasn't great. Microphones weren't advanced. So, like, you had to speak with oh, like great enunciation and projection. Yeah. But that seems inadequate. Theory. Okay, what? I have a theory. Sarah's that, got a theory. Uh-huh, that there was one guy who did it like that. Yeah. They and did say that's became, possible. Because I think of the let's get ready to rumble guy. <laughs> that is such a good example. That's just one dude. But that we all say that that's the ring announcer voice. You're so right. And I think it was the same thing with baseball. There was one guy who called baseball games who was like, and we got to it first, and first is going to go to second, and second goes to third, and third, and then it's just home, and brown, da, da, the crowd goes wild. Like, I feel like there was one guy who did that, and everybody else was like, people love that. We're going to sound like Oh, so like when him. I say announcer, that's what you think of? Well, I I think of a di- bunch of different okay. kinds of announcers. I think of the like a movie announcer. Yeah. I think of the guy who says like, "And now for your yeah. host." That's the one Ma-da-da. that I think of. Yeah. You know, like there's that. Then there's whatever. There are different ways. Like, so I think it's just one. I, I think it's like whoever made that popular. Yeah. And then that became the voice of that thing. Yeah. That's just my theory. No, they they talked about that. How like they tried to trace it back to like there was a guy in a movie that did it that way. Yeah. Um, playing a character or there was, um, you know, somebody who sort of set the template. Yes. And then they... In this, a world where one man... Yeah, movie voice guy. Yeah. That guy. Right. Did that voice and everybody loved it. <laughs> and then they said that the announcer voice ended when in some movie somebody played an announcer and did the voice... And then that character was a complete buffoon. And so then no one wanted to sound like that anymore. Who was, what was the movie? It was something I had never heard of, so it didn't ring a bell. Oh, yeah. And the, it's New, so long old, ago. Old, old, Because, you know, that right, ended right. pretty early in the... Uh, I feel like it's still kind of there. Like what? Like I'm thinking of late night talk show hosts. Good point. They Price is can... right even. Like, yes. 
And Rod Roddy. Like I whenever know you go to see uh, live stand-up comedy, yeah, whoever BMC. announces that the sometimes it's kind of an announcery voice. Oh yeah, like over the speaker. Yes. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's different though because yeah. it had it used to be a tri- also like. Well, what I, do you think of when you think announcer? Like you said, that like either a late night host being introduced or. Um, like old timey radio, yeah, yeah, old timey radio, yeah, that kind of thing, and they do have an affectation that's like an accent, yeah. and then they also have this weird diction and tone. Yeah, give me an impression. No, I will not do it. No. I can't even do it because I can't think of what it is. I can't either. It's yeah. just sort of this thing <laughs> no, when you hear not. it. I will do no such thing. <laughs> Uh, when you hear it, you're like, why is he doing that? Yeah. Now. Well, that's how I feel about stupid baseball announcers. I'm sorry if, I, the, if you're a baseball announcer and I offended you. <laughs> Gypsies like, and yeah. the baseball announcers. <laughs> right. But maybe it's all to signal like this is what I do yeah. and I'm in this group. And they said that like, you know, when you want to sound legitimate, then you want to sound like whoever the leading person yes, is in your industry. And totally. if you're a leading person had that affectation, then you want your bona fides. So then you... Put that on. And then I think the problem that somebody would run into in that industry is if they didn't, once they got in there, didn't establish their own way of speaking. You know, it's kind of like each generation, that person, like I've watched um, like 30 for 30 kind of things on ESPN. Yeah. It'll be like the announcer talks about, there'll be like this beloved announcer who passes away or something like that. And yeah, people then they all really talk. Attached. Yeah. So like then they'll have, you know, the, the, the new people talk about him and they'll be like, you know, I remember when I first got into the industry, he was, I watched every call he made. I watched every game he called and I would always announce like him and da, 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 da. And it's like, those people are their, you know, their idols there yeah. their, and they just copy them and then they find their own tone and find their own announcer voice. And then that person becomes big and then that becomes the new announcer voice. And then the next generation follows, you know, yeah, kind of like. Whatever. Right. There was one guy in Pittsburgh named Myron Cope who, you know, during like the terrible towel, like, do you know what that is? No. Oh. Sounds fun. The Steelers or waved that yellow terrible. towel. Oh, terrible the, towel. Yeah. The Got terrible it. Towel. They all have that yellow piece yes. of fabric. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Familiar. Um, and he was the guy that created that. And he was a Yinzer. <laughs> Like, you wouldn't believe. And yeah. you think, how did this man end up in radio announcing? <laughs> like, that just doesn't happen now. Yeah, yeah. Where if you are have a local mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. you're definitely not going to be put on the air. Well, maybe for, for Pittsburgh, you know. Uh, they wouldn't do that now, though. No, you don't think? Okay. I think that was back in the day when it was more like... Like yeah, I don't know. Well, local. there was a there was a gal who was on the challenge for a minute. She was from... Uh, What's that one? Are you the one or whatever? Yeah. And uh, her name was Brittany, and she worked for a sports radio in Boston. Mm-hmm. And I always thought the same thing. I was like, she's got a really thick Boston accent. But, but she, she was... She, they loved it. She okay. was like the Boston sports girl. Okay. And because like... So you're saying cities like that, like Pittsburgh and yeah. Boston, who have a very strong identity. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just my, That's from an, an outsider. Like she, yeah. It was like, wow, she's got – nobody asked her to change her accent on that right. show. They were like, we would – they probably said we would love you for the show because of your accent and your sports knowledge. Okay. That's interesting. 
I don't know. And I, I think it's funny how things happen culturally that then you you probably don't even notice at the time. Mm-hmm. And then when we, in the future, try to figure out how it happened, nobody even really knows. Just like the, I mean, well, we know about the Tupperware, but yeah. just how like you wouldn't think that that is something just special happens. that should go in a museum when you're yeah. using it. That picture. Yeah. Anyway, we're done. Like forever? I had a really nice... <laughs> You should be so lucky. Oh, no way, You're man. stuck with us. That's right. Forever. And we're stuck with each other. What are we going to do at episode 1,000? Then will you let me rhyme again? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I'm going to let you rhyme again at episode 1,000. Okay. So stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you then. <laughs> Bye.